At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It is hour number two of primetime action. Big hour for us coming up here. Eric, you're going to join the show in about 45 minutes, 845 Eastern. And we have thir- the return there, Matt, of 32 teams, 32 shows. Philadelphia Eagles will be the topic tonight. We'll spend about a half hour breaking down all things Eagles still to come this hour. In the meantime, Kelly Bidlins, second favorite player, officially his second favorite player behind Ryan Mountcastle. Daniel Vogelback gets the job done in New York there, Kelly. 3 nothing lead for the Metropolitans. Continue Can't stop him, won't stop him. White hot, wow. He's on first now, too, with two outs. Oh, all right, just somebody hit a ball in the gap. Exactly, him, we can see run. it all over again, boys. <laughs> I would love to see Oh, that's a ball. Hit not, uh, very not very deep. That's a routine flyout. No running this time for Daniel. Bre- breaking news sounder, Kelly. Josiah tweets, our front office and coaching staff have my support. We will make decisions in the best interest of the Brooklyn Nets. R.E. Kevin Durant. But we heard so, about that earlier today. Okay. So he gets the, 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 the GM and the coaching staff gets the, the support from the owner there. Via tweet, because that's how you put out information. Yep, that's how you put out information these days. I think that is... Makes sense. It makes sense. You would like to see that in in the game. I think that even though we talk about how every year these NBA players gain more and more control and it's kind of funneled down to other sports, and we like to see that to a certain degree. I don't think you like the idea of one player completely reshaping what your franchise looks like, LeBron. Uh, But... uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting because it, it at a certain point though, I'm kind of surprised he tweeted something like that because you're you're hurting. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's, I guess it's hard to hurt Kevin Durant trade value. You know what I mean? Like, there's. You know I don't what think I mean? he's but, worried about the. Yeah, I don't think he's worried about that. I I would guess, but I, I don't know when. I, I still don't know when this is going to happen, and, and it might. It, this might now make it take even longer though. Yeah, you know what I mean. That that's the only thing it might do, Matt. What have we got? Another uh, oh, Anthony Santander. Oh, it's not Mount Four, Castle. Oh. You oh. say Kikuchi, just just not good. No, he's I just mean, not. He's uh, just not. And, and five ERA. And it makes you wonder if like this will be his last start here, and if they don't try to transition him to the bullpen so that they can figure out what they're going to yeah. do when the playoffs roll around, because they're going to make the playoffs. And so it's like, hey, look. Is can this guy at least be counted on for like a middle relief type, you know, whatever, something like that? Because he just he can't be a starter anymore. No way. And they, like they brought him back pretty slowly off the IL. Yeah. Only went it was what, four four innings and gave only gave up one run in his last time out. So there were he at least looked a little bit better. But look, the command hasn't been there all year. He's been 
hit hard all season, giving up home runs at a pretty alarming rate, and now this, 4-1. Ball, I mean, how many times are we going to see Baltimore as a home dog this year, Matt? Just cash? Like going, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. only the third inning, but still. It, uh, right, a lot, 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 lot of baseball to play. There is a first pitch here in about three minutes, Nationals and Cubs. Anibal Sanchez for the Nationals, Keegan Thompson for the Cubs. Thompson and the Cubs, minus 200 home favorite in this one over at DraftKings, plus 170 on the Nationals as road underdogs. Eight is the total there. We were talking to Paul Spore a little bit earlier. He is not on a side in this one. He is on the under strikeout prop for Keegan Thompson. So if that's something you were interested in. But uh, minus 200 on the Cubs, plus 170 on the Nationals. It's a whole lot of blah when you're asking to lay $2 with a Team 20 games below 500 with a pretty mediocre pitcher, even though Keegan Thompson, the numbers are not bad, but looks like there should be some negative regression coming his way. 348 on the ERA, 430 on the expected fielding independent pitching, 428 on the XERA. Just uh, one of those at, things where so. Anibal Sanchez has been just awful. Yes, he has yeah. just been so bad. And I would He's say, like, horrible. so my normal lean would be, okay, well, the over would make a lot of sense here, but you, like, where we're at right now in the, in the summer months at Wrigley, like, if the wind was blowing out, this thing would be an 11.5 total. And it's clearly not. So it is an 8 total instead. So that's the only thing I would say. Maybe yeah, tread a, lightly on that because I think we're going to have that wind coming in 12 tonight. 12 in. 12 miles per hour yeah. in. Tonight. So that's what makes it a little mm-hmm. bit more difficult, at least. Uh, Kelly, two games going on right now. We just we just talked about them. You have the odds, uh, odds though? For oh, those, we those do. Bad boys? Yeah, so it is uh, three to nothing Mets over the Reds right now. Live numbers on that game actually off the board. Uh, nope, they're back up. You can get eleven to one on the Reds live if you want to hop in on the money line or take four and a half runs at minus one twenty-five, eight and a half the live total. Oh boy, gentlemen, attention to your Baltimore Orioles screen right now. It happened because I see the future. It happened. It's three two three, with two, two out. Ryan, Ryan Mountcastle. Mount it Castle. happened. And there oh! we go. The Goat Castle! The Goat Mount Castle! That was absolutely nuked. Wow, to Bethesda. Could not have timed that any better. So yeah, yeah, five to one Orioles. Just like the way you the way you set that up, Kelly, and then the way Kikuchi just threw this awful hanging breaking ball right down the middle and bang. Five one. Well done, Mount Castle. Five one. That was well, even helps out the show timing it. What, what kind of timing was that? Yeah. I got it on screen knew. here. I looked here and I saw 5-1. I said, no, it says 4-1 here. It's 3-2 with two outs. Only one thing oh, can really happen. Oh, oh, just destroyed oh, it. That was like watching poker. When you watch poker yeah. on like ESPN, it's like, well, it's 354. I think this guy going all yeah. in is about to lose. <laughs> yeah. That was great. But, Get out your if you watch like get out your phone or your iPad whenever the MLB you know they post the the videos for every single score just go find that home run because you'll see exactly if you aren't seeing it now you'll see exactly what we mean five one there and it looks like minus uh, minus eight hundred now on those Orioles plus five twenty five on the Blue Jays eleven and a half juiced over uh, your live total so look at that, that that's a great uh, great great and start for Mountcastle. We are underway points. in Chicago. Underway out uh, there between the Nats. And the Cubs. I understand, Kelly, as well, you had an additional, like, pseudo uh, fruit basket. I did basket. have a pseudo fruit basket because this was just amazing over the weekend. Some of these NBA summer things going on. DeJounte Murray up against Paul Boncaro. Look at this. Off the glass. Home. Oh. Paulo. Gonna welcome to the league. See you next year. Watch this move. He even He does the fake and then waits for him to fly by and then throws it off glass, slams it home. Both of these guys, Seattle boys, uh, apparently been going back and forth on social media all weekend after this, too. Getting kind of ugly on there, apparently. But uh, this was DeJounte Murray saying, uh, I'm still the king of Seattle and welcome to the league. Yeah, apparently uh, apparently he said that, he, that, that, that Paulo had changed is what he was, what Ooh, he was, what he okay. was saying. That he was saying that I used to. But, but he said, I still wish you the best because, you know. I'm I'm like that, okay. like you know, like I, well, I don't I wish did. bad on people. But. It was it was very surprising to see that from yeah. Dejounte Murray, who has been kind of quiet. He's been mm-hmm. one of the quiet guys in his uh, short tenured NBA mm-hmm. career, but made me feel good. I got a Hawks bet coming up this season. Hawks, Hawks. We got uh, Dejounte Murray heading over there this year, and then uh, Paul Bancaro, who I still don't think should have gone number one overall. Welcome to the league, kid. <laughs> you might see man. a lot of that this year. <laughs> Justin Tucker got paid. He got yeah, paid. He did. You know, four years. Four year extension, twenty four million dollars. I mean, if you can kick, if you can kick, it's a, it is a, it is a, and like very, never miss. I mean, like that's the thing. It's like the, 
the deal for the Ravens is kind of like if you can just get to the 40, you've now reached scoring position because you don't even look at it at all like it's a – I mean, 55 and in for him is – Yeah, like that's three that's points. Just, yeah, you just, yeah, you just consider it three. Yeah, you just consider it three. So certainly a weapon kicking the football, and he is now getting paid like he is the weapon that he, yeah. that he is. Did you, uh, did you guys see that Justin Reed video at practice? I, I didn't mm. get. I didn't pull that one in today. Think that, that is. You got to check out Justin Reed. Go Google that of him hitting a sixty-five yarder in practice off the tee, off the tee, off the, off the tee. Yeah, I mean, and it's like, how do you quantify just a guy who is an automatic three points every time you're inside the opponent's forty-yard line? Like, how do you really quantify that in a position that has obviously gotten a lot better? But yeah, you know, I think you you could make a case that it is. It's it's, it's more than twenty-four million yeah. over four. You know, over. Four years. Yeah, no, you can make a case. Uh, the better, it's it's glorious, right? Because I mean, that's it, it's one of the biggest reasons I don't bet college football because it's like these field goals yeah. are far from automatic, and I hate losing money when I got some nineteen-year-old up there with pressure on to make a mm. field goal, and I've got money on the line. It makes me sick. In the NFL, it kind of breaks our hearts every time they miss one, right? Of you know, fifty-five and in because we think these guys are going to make everything, and he's like the only guy who does. <laughs> he makes everything. You see yeah. him miss one, and it's shocking. It, it, it does not happen. Well, it's funny, too, Kelly, and you think about, like, training camp preseason right now, usage of guys, and yeah, obviously kickers is not, not really a thing there because you can just have the normal workload. It doesn't really matter. But you, you were last time we were out together, you were complaining about the Raiders using uh, Josh Jacobs so much. You're like, get him out of there. What are we doing? It, it, it's funny because we were all laughing about it, and it ended up creating yeah. kind of like a four-day little firestorm mm. there. Where it was I like, would have been asking that question the next day. And they're like, yeah. wait, are we? What uh, is Josh Jacobs like going to get traded? Like you're you're throwing him, you're giving him significant carries in the in the Hall of Fame game of all of all of all games. And uh, for what it's worth, uh, Joshua Daniels, head coach, comes out today and and says, uh, we, you know, we we have a lot of confidence there, and we're not we're not looking to trade him. He's the guy, Josh Jacobs, but. What does this say about the coach, though, Kelly? When you're running a guy that much in a meaningless game, that I mean, look, people I are think, asking the question. I mean, I think it's I think it's a fair question to ask, and I I'm a believer where there's smoke, there's fire, and it might not be it might not be a a trade situation, but I think it could be asking the you should be asking the question: Is Jacobs as solidified in his role in this offense as we all think he is with what we saw on that night? I mean, he's in there with nothing but number twos, number threes at that point. That was odd. Yeah. I don't care if it was for one series or whatever it was. It was odd. Yeah, and I mean, I know line that didn't exactly look uh, yeah. amazing. Yeah, that was part of it. I mean, they, the quarterbacks they had they were just like sacrificial lambs for the most part. So that that's I think where a lot of that uh, that came from. Um, again, we're gonna we're gonna talk Eagles here in a little bit on our thirty-two teams, thirty-two shows. The other, I guess, the the more late-breaking news today out of camp: Jameis Winston, who we're just kind of assuming is gonna be fine, Matt, and like a hundred percent to go to start the season, coming off the ACL uh, surgery and his rehab. Apparently, uh, leaves foot tweaks his uh, tweaks uh, his foot in practice there, so leaves practice early today. Again, it it's appears appears to be a minor thing, but when you have a guy coming off major surgery, mm-hmm. don't it, it's that's gonna I would say ring a ring a couple alarm bells at least oh. momentarily. I'm like, okay, this guy's hurt at all. That's probably not good. No, absolutely. And I mean, again, it's it's we didn't know how he was gonna come off the injury anyway, right? And yeah, now it's exactly. now it's another injury on top of that one. Yeah, I mean, back to the, the the Jacobs thing with the Raiders. I mean, you know, let's not forget. They did draft a running back in the draft in the fourth round, so mm-hmm. it's not like it was a complete throwaway pick or anything like that. Kenyon Drake still in 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 town there, yep. So it's not like this is just completely made up that that maybe there's something going on there. I, that's a good point. Not just because of one yeah. singular Hall of Fame game. When we return, it is time. Thirty-two teams, thirty-two shows. Philadelphia Eagles coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're back on primetime action, tracking all the Major League Baseball action going on right now. There's only three games, though, live, Matt, and so as a result, when we have these light sports betting nights, we get some ridiculous games on our, our bank of TVs here at the South Point Sportsbook Studio. It's Little League World Series time. Well, I mean, that's because that's all that's on ESPN right now. We don't have a choice. Like, it is, it's like, it is literally the only thing ESPN is running going, all day it's, long. And it's not even – it's not like one singular game. It's like whip-around regional coverage of Little League World Series. Like like all these like elimination regional games, I find it I find it fascinating. Like we're in a weather delay in Paducah, Kentucky right now. Like it's, it's oh. amazing. Oh, there's a boo 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 boo. There's a, there's no. a, there's no. a, I, I don't no know if, I don't know if that qualifies for the <laughs> Matt Brown doing the golf uh, line shopping right now. Yeah. Oh, is that what's going on? That's what's going on. Yeah, that doesn't. That's not worthy of the Bermuda Burns. Bermuda Burns. Did you find a better than thirty-five in town? Bermuda Burns. That's all Matt's gonna say. Bermuda Burns is all I'm saying. So the real, the OG primetime action fans will know what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, listen. People, if they have watched this show at any point. They should. During any golf preview over the last two years, everyone knows my love and affinity for one Sam Burns. We'll get to it later, but the the one and done's heating up, Ben. And uh, Final week. Final week. I think Gil's been locked into paying dinner. I don't care. Bermuda Burns. Bermuda Burns. Matt's finally feeling some heat on him for the first time in a while, Benny. Bermuda Burns. He's getting a little cocky. I like it when he's cocky. He's going to win the tournament. Makes it sweeter when I take him down. He's winning the tournament. He's winning the tournament. I've held him all year for this. We're all going to Isaiah's mom's house for for the dinner. I don't even care about the game theory aspect about this. I don't even care. I know I should I not this. tell you guys what this I'm so playing. I'm I mean, playing Sam Burns because he's going to win the tournament. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. He wins the anyways, tournament. Because if I, I have Burns available, win. but what, I'm going to play him. And I'm all, I can't pass you by playing so him. It's like, I play the, him, like, when, uh, like the story of Phil Mickelson at the U.S. Amateur when he, he conceded like a 40-foot par putt when he had like a 6-foot birdie putt. And it was just like the peak, just Phil gamesmanship starting when he was like – he gave some guy a 40-foot a 40 putt and when he had a 6-footer for birdie. And like I guess the guy just totally imploded. I feel like that's the equivalent. You're just like <laughs> Matt, just saying. You know what? I don't care. Do yeah. what you want. I'm going to put my cards in the table Doesn't right matter. now. Doesn't matter. Doesn't even matter. Bermuda Burns. He's going to win the tournament. Bermuda Burns. All there right. it is. We'll talk. We'll talk golf later in the show. Mm-hmm. Right now, though, it's time to get back into it. 32 teams, 32 shows. Here we go, Kelly. Monday, Monday, Monday. Back to 32 teams, 32 shows on primetime action. We finish up the NFC East with the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia the Eagles. I feel like that that. Just that sounder, that music fits the uh, yeah, fits the fits the crowd here. Yeah. Philadelphia, Philadelphia, nine and eight last uh, last season, getting a lot of buzz this year, which we'll get into it in a little bit. They were your your wild card participants who got uh, thoroughly smacked against Tampa last year after a second place finish in the NFC East. Uh, the uh, the stat that everybody recited, Matt, basically every week last year was how good they were against the bad teams and how poor they were against the good teams. 0-7 against teams who made the playoffs. All nine of their wins last year against non-playoff teams. 12th in points scored, leading the league in rushing yards. As for the defense, they were 10th in total yards allowed, but did not get much pressure on quarterbacks uh, and didn't turn over teams a lot either. It was a lot of just overall general consistency, top 11 in both passing yards allowed and the rushing yards allowed a season to go. So a very interesting team heading into 2022, where I think naturally we'd normally look at it and say, well, that seems like it was just a good, bad team from a season ago, likely to regress. But I know there are a lot of other things, starting with what they did in the offseason here, Matt. Yeah, one of those things where, you know, I think that 
I don't know if the hype is going to to live up here, but it is a team that if you look at it on paper, and you and this is kind of how you go about handicapping stuff, which is I think is a way a lot of people do here in the preseason. It is a very impressive looking squad, kind of top to bottom here. Nick Sirianni in his second season with the Philadelphia Eagles, Shane Steichen there at offensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon at defensive coordinator, and the big news that they made in the offseason was they went ahead and traded for A.J. Brown. So we talk about these guys and the power that they have in the NFL these days. We've seen this this offseason with wide receivers. It is the demanding of money, and you either get paid or you get moved, and A.J. Brown got moved. And so traded to the Eagles. They bring in Hassan Reddick as an edge rusher as well. They bring in James Bradbury at corner. So that is three massive, massive pickups for this team in the offseason. They brought in uh, linebacker Kaiser White. They have uh, Zach Pascal as well. And that's not a that's not a throwaway signing. Pascal has been pretty productive in Indy and very limited work. And when he's been thrown into having to play more downs out there, he's been a pretty good receiver. And so to have him as kind of your third option there for the first, mm-hmm. well, actually fourth option because it'd be Dallas Goddard is the third option. But to have him as your, as your fourth option, I think is a pretty – Pretty solid pickup there, and they brought, they also brought in Jaquiski Tart at safety. Out, cornerback Steven Nelson. I think he'll take Bradbury over Nelson all day long. Rodney McLeod is gone. Hassan Ridgeway is a defensive lineman that's no longer there. Nate Herbig is a right guard that is out of town. And then linebackers Alex Singleton and also Jannard Avery are both gone for this team. But, again, if you look at what they brought in compared to what went out the door, Ben, it's a very, mm-hmm. very big win for them, in my opinion, for what came in as, to, as compared to what goes out, especially whenever you look at what they did in the draft by getting Jordan Davis, a defensive lineman, in the first round. They come back and get a center in Cam Jurgens in, in, in the second round, and then a linebacker in N'Kobe Dean that, listen, a lot of people thought was going to go way, way higher in the draft right. than he did, and they get him in the third round. So they, they didn't have a fourth or fifth round pick. Next pick came didn't come around until the, the sixth and seventh round, but so you look at what came in, and then considering the draft as well, I think it is a huge win for this team in the offseason. Well, and it's, isn't that kind of the classic case where you're, if you're going to look for regression, and we talk so much of like every year there are the teams that make the playoffs who then inevitably fall off the next year, and there are the teams who disappointed, who make the big leaps. You, like on, on the surface, you would say, well, just based on what we saw last year, Philadelphia would, would probably be that team who naturally profiles. But that, that's kind of where like, you, you kind of figure, if you're Philadelphia in the front office, you're completely aware of that heading into the offseason season and I don't know like I don't know how you power rate what their offseason was compared to other teams Matt but it had to be I mean that was a top five top ten offseason for the guys they brought in and as you point out it's not just the AJ Brown piece I would think coupled with the fact that at least at Sharp Football uh, Warren Sharp's the the strength of schedule that they do based on the Vegas win totals second easiest strength of schedule I'd have to think that is a big reason why when a they got way out in front of the potential regression by bolstering the roster in a number of different ways and then B, having a, for a second-place schedule, as good of a draw as you could possibly ask for, and we'll look at the schedule in a second here, I'd have to think that's kind of the basis where a lot of the love is coming out of Philadelphia this year. Yeah, I mean, and, and listen, we talk about this all the time. If you, This is the overreact-to-everything part of the NFL season because you're out there and you've got a ton of people watching training camp, and a training camp can go one of two ways. It is either the best someone's ever looked in their whole life or, oh, my God, they're terrible. How are they even in the NFL still? Yeah. We're getting a lot of that with Jalen Hurts. He's missing guys left and right, and he's so inaccurate, and what you know, blah, 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 all this stuff like that. Well, if you go back and look at the stats from last year with Jalen Hurts, he was actually really good last year on short to medium range on target percentage passes. If you look in the league, he was 12th and 13th in short and mid-range on target passes. Now that is pretty. That is pretty good. I mean, you're in the upper. You're in the upper half, almost in the upper third, in these short and medium to range. Now, listen, he was bad on deep passes. He was 24th in the league in deep passes. Typically, a deep ball, something you develop a little bit later in your career, right? I mean, this isn't this isn't a guy who's going to just come out and be awesome at everything right out of right out of the gate here. And so maybe he gets a little bit better on deep balls here. He's certainly going to need to get a little bit better on deep balls, having the personnel that he has now, but. Uh, if he can still be as good as he was on those short, medium-range passes, I think that'll maybe open up mm-hmm. some opportunities on the deep balls as well. He was particularly bad whenever he was throwing against man coverage last year, and that does make me wonder if the 
if the teams are going to see that statistic and perhaps run more man coverage, or maybe they just have to continue to run zone because when you bring in an AJ Brown, if you man up AJ Brown, it's going to be a it's going to it's going to end poorly a lot of times, right? And so I do wonder if if they're going to play the statistics from last year, if they're just going to play the personnel because throwing against man coverage last year, Jalen Hurts was actually 31st in the NFL in on-target percentage. And mm-hmm. so that is that is way, way, way down there. And he was really good against, as you would imagine, if you're if you if you grade out better, you know, you obviously know that you're way better against zone. So yes, he was way, way, way better against zone than he was against man coverage. And so there's progressions here too. We've got to remember this is a young quarterback. This is a guy that that bounced around. This is another guy who now, for the first time in a long time, because you got to remember, when he was at Alabama and then he transfers out as well, he's constantly changing coaches because at Alabama, it's a coaching farm, right? Like you go and you get your career revitalized and then you go and you get a different job, right? So he never had the same offensive coordinator all through college. This is finally the, this is the first time in his career that he has the same coaches. He's working with the same people. It's the same head coach. It's the same offensive coordinator. It's the same quarterback's coach. It's the same. It, there's a little bit of continuity for this guy for the first time in his career as well. So I do believe that there's some upside here. I'm not buying into all of these camp reports that that it's like the worst thing ever for him. I mean, listen, this is overreaction season right now. Yeah. That's what everybody does. So I'm not worried about that. So I, I actually am, am fairly bullish on this squad as we move into 2022, we can take a look on the other side here of kind of what those stats were from last year, where they can improve, and what the projections look like as well. For I this think year. the other big thing, just real quick on that Jalen Hurts stat, mm-hmm. though, Matt, is you know what? It, it, a, it has to get better on the man to man stuff. Plus, it gives him more opportunity to run against man to man, right? So, like, that's a dangerous thing, yep. too. And the projections on the offensive line, that's something we have to get into as well because it should be the strength, maybe the biggest strength of any positional group in the National Football League this year. We'll discuss that as we continue. 32 teams, 32 shows on the Philadelphia Eagles next. The VEASAN College Football Guide is out now, and the NFL Guide is coming in just a couple weeks. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VEASAN All-Access subscriber. Sign up early, and for a discounted $175, you'll receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. We're just looking up the uh, the date of the Super Bowl because that, that way, Matt. We'll Second week of February. Well, I mean, I wanted the exact date because you, know you know what we do from that is we say how many days until and then we calculate the dollar. So that is 189 days away, Matt, which means for $175 – you're talking about less than a dollar a day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just do, 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 we'll look at it like this. Do, 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 do. So September, October, November, December, January, February, six months at $40 a month is $240. If you pay the 175, that's that should let you yeah. know right there, right then and there, you're saving $65. Boom. That's all you need. 92.6 cents per day. That's all you need to know. You're saving 65 bucks. You're paying less than a dollar a day. That's an extra bet for you over the season. Like you get a free bet. Just consider you get a free bet. There it is. We're giving you a free bet along with it. Put it on Mount Castle. Anytime home run. Yeah, yeah. We're giving you you a free bet by by going by just paying up front as opposed to doing the month. I will add February twelfth, twenty twenty three, to my list of uh, how many days until countdown. Oh yeah, there you go. Get get that super fancy website back up again. I just went to how many days until dot com. It's one hundred eighty (laughs) nine days. So. 92.6 92.6 cents, but decrease, you know, in- actually increasing uh, by the day. So, Philadelphia Eagles, we continue 32 teams, 32 shows. You look at the positional grades, Matt, and Pro Football Focus has them number one offensive line coming into this year, and that was probably an expectation, right? When you think about uh, a group that helped them lead the league in rushing efficiency a season ago, and you'd have to imagine that is going to be where, you know, where the bread is buttered this year if, if you are backing Philadelphia, in addition to what you just talked about and your belief that Jalen Hurts is, is really primed to take a big step forward this year. There, probably people would be pretty surprised to see that they were the 15th overall team DVOA last year. Um, again, 
special teams gets factored into that. They had a really good special. They had a good special teams. So that kind of helps weigh that a little bit more. Eleventh overall offense, twenty fifth defense, but then fifteenth special teams. So that gets them up as the fifteenth overall DVO, DVOA team. I think people would be like really the Philadelphia Eagles. Really, yes, they were fifteenth overall DVOA last year. So if you kind of look where where Football Outsiders is looking for this team to go, they have kind of them as a mean projection of ten wins. You can see the win total sitting right now at nine and a half. So, you know, again, a slight shade towards the over on them there. Six to eight wins, 22% of the time. Nine to 11 wins, 44% of the time. And then 12 or more, 29% of the time. So you can see nearly three quarters of the time this team is over the nine total win in the simulations that these, uh, th- that the pro f- that football outsiders runs. By the way, that's a, that's, they do a million sims. Per a million, yes. So they do a million simulations, and they these probably are the, do more. So these are the results. Yeah, why stop at a million? <laughs> so these are these are the results of one million simulations of the NFL season, uh, and and with that, you have this Philadelphia Eagles team having more than nine wins, about seventy three percent of the time. So, um, pretty. Okay. Pretty interesting. I would there. love for them Not to a- just publish like what was of all the million simulations, like what what was the wackiest outcome? Like just throw the. Extreme, right? Extremes on both sides. Just to, you know, just they to have them as a playoff team sixty-seven percent of the time, and they have them as a Super Bowl team twelve percent of the time. Um, the projections also have them as the sixth overall team DVOA with the sixth overall offense and the seventh overall defense. So again, million sims of the season. This team ter- grades out pretty well, as you mentioned. Second easiest schedule heading into twenty twenty two. Certainly, that plays a factor yeah. in these simulations that they have going on here. Uh, you talk about the offensive line. Warren Sharp has them second overall. Pro Football Focus has them first overall. So you can see that everybody's kind of in agreement here that this is going to be a very, very strong unit for them. But then you start to look and you go down, and the same could be said for just about all of these units. I mean, you get to this offensive line and you say Jordan Mailata, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelly, and then Lane Johnson over on the right tackle side of things. These are four elite you know, four elite offensive linemen that you're looking at right there. I mean, Mylotta was the third highest graded tackle in all of football last year, and he's your left tackle. I mean, like that is what you're looking for here. Your left tackle graded out as the third best tackle in all the in, in, in all of football last year. And so, the receiving core, as we well know, Ben, you add AJ Brown to Devonta Smith, and then also Dallas Goddard who, by the way, kind of under the radar because we make so much about Kittle and Kelsey it, and, and Mark Andrews, and rightfully so for all three of those guys. Dallas Goddard is like a micro-tier below those guys. Like He is a very, very good pass-catching tight end, runs really good routes, and, and he's a weapon out there on the field. So this receiving group, Sharp Football has them ranked fifth. Pro Football Focus has them rated fourth. I mean, like, so again... Top five unit offensive linemen, top five unit of people catching the football. Mm-hmm. Then you go on the defensive side and you go, okay, well, there's got to be a weakness here on the, on the defensive side or we would just be going crazy about this team. Well, not really, right? So you look at the defensive front seven, if you, you know, so the way that they do it at Sharp Football is not just the defensive line, but the front seven over, overall has them as the fourth rated front seven in all of football. And then you go to Pro Football Focus, who has the ninth rated defensive line. So yet another top 10 yep. unit here. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, they bring in Hassan Reddick, Derek Barnett re-signs with them, and then they spend a first-round pick on Jordan Davis. So now you are five deep on that defensive line where Jordan Davis was a monster against the run in college, and so you have him in there. You look at a guy like Hassan Reddick, who kind of under the radar, one of the top ten pressure creators in all the NFL over the last several seasons. So it's all the makings there. Okay, well, maybe when these guys don't get pressure, they can't cover, right? Well, no, because you have Darius Slay at corner, and you have James Bradbury, who you sign and bring in as a free agent, which, by the way, might make this arguably the best duo from a corner perspective in the NFL. It's at least a top three, top four corner duo. Now, it's not the same once you get into the safety aspect of everything. I mean, Anthony Harris is fine. Jaquiski Tart is fine. They're not super elite, but... Darius Slay and James Bradbury are elite, right? I mean, that is right up there with the best corner tandems you are going to get in all the NFL. Nickel corner is going to be Avanti Maddox. He's 
hit and miss sometimes. But, again, when you have two shutdown, kind of lockdown corners on the outside, you have this defensive line where you still have a Fletcher Cox and Hassan Reddick's going to come in and, and cause some pressure. Jordan Davis is going to really shore up any sort of run defense type stuff. And then on the offensive side, you have the best offensive line in the league and a top five receiving core. It really does, and we started this out. That's how we started this whole spiel about this team. It is going to come down to the play of Jalen Hurts because mm-hmm. you have all the pieces there. You have the line. You have the playmakers. You have the defense to keep the other teams from just blowing you out of the water. You have the secondary in a passing league that's going to be able to stop teams from throwing all over you. So it really, really, really is going to come down to the quarterback play of Jalen Hurts. And so, you know, again, it's it's kind of a gut feeling at this because we can't see the future. We can't say, right. oh, he's definitely going to take that next step. This isn't one of those situations where we can look and and say, okay, you know what, like, it's Burrow or it's even, you know, even though it's a young guy, it's Burrow or it's Herbert or something like that. We could, we would step in confidently with this team with this, with these playmakers and these units. If it was Burrow or Herbert, we would say, this is a, this is 11, this 11 win team, 12 win team. They should be the easy favorite to win that division. Like it should, it would be no no questions asked, right? With the top offensive line, these playmakers at the pass catching position and a defense that that the units combined are, are top 10 on both sides of the ball. Like it would be, easy for us to do that so the question mark here literally relies with one singular person and and it's Jalen Hurts and that is going to be the key to this season for this team Matt I know you haven't I don't think you've made any bets yet on the Eagles right I haven't either as far as futures are concerned I will at some point just kind of shopping for numbers and decide exactly what I want to bet I I love I mean everything you just said I think is spot on and it's really just going to come down to him and I think the one I think the one bonus that makes me feel more comfortable than if it was even more of an unknown product, is again, I'll go back to the fact that he can run the ball and get you 60 mm-hmm. to 70 yards on the ground every game. And depending on the defenses that they're going to throw at him, it might be even more than that. It's always going to make things easier for a quarterback who's developing in the NFL passing game. So I'm with you. I think that combined with you know being a little bit down, I think it's going to be hard for the Cowboys' defense to replicate what they did a year ago. I think that is going to lead to the team being down mm-hmm. a little bit overall as well as losing you know, – Couple pieces on the offensive side of the ball, um, so yeah, I, I, it might be just be a division. It's either going to be a division bet, an alt win total bet for me. I don't think I'm going to have much going on beyond that on this team, um, but at least I, that I will have heading into the year. I do have a yeah. Jalen Hurts MVP ticket in the account. Yeah, pretty good number. It's a, too. it's a long shot number, but it's um, you know again in a team that I'm pretty bullish on and a team that I think that has as much upside as this one. If this team goes on to win 12 games this year, 13 games this year, and they win this division by three or four games, he is his name is at least going to be mentioned, right? Like, he's at least going to be in the conversation. So I'm going to get out in front of that with a guy that, as Kelly mentioned, he can do it with his legs. If he's going to have a monster season running the ball to go along with, with winning that division and putting this team in a position to have a, a really good run heading into the playoffs, I, I want to be in front of that. You're 40-1 to one ticket, too. That, that's yeah. uh, cut in half or even shorter uh, at this point. $10,000 bet, by the way, today at uh, Bet Online on the Eagles. 30-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. That just uh, came in. Eric Eager going to join us next. We'll get his thoughts on the Eagles as well as some other NFL topics. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Back on primetime action where a... Ball was just had a very long way in Chicago there, Matt. Uh, even though they are, they are fighting the win tonight in, uh, in, in the Wrigley Field there. Nelson Velasquez, sixth homer of the year, one nothing uh, Cubs. And we did get some of the numbers on the we – were, we were talking earlier, Matt, those home runs in Baltimore. 107 miles per hour, 109 off the bat. Anthony Santander and Ryan Mountcastle back-to-back. So yes, it was fantastic. You say Kikuchi right now is just kind of the sacrificial lamp. Yeah, they're just, like, just going to leave okay. him in there. Go eat some innings, buddy. <laughs> throw some more. Throw some more. Pitches. Come back to us when you're actually, you know, when you, you're figuring out you know, real ways to pitch. Your five-one game is. We go to the bottom of the fifth. So Baltimore, a winner there on the first five. Mets also a winner on the first five. Three-one game there. Currently batting in the bottom of the fifth. Okay, so we were just talking Philadelphia Eagles, wrapping up our thirty-two teams, thirty-two shows with Philadelphia, and let's uh, let's welcome in our good friend Eric Eager. Get his thoughts on the Eagles and some other topics here around the National Football League. You, you see him at uh, PFF underscore Eric there on Twitter, co-host of the PFF Forecast. So Eric, uh, we we just did our whole deep dive breakdown here of Philadelphia. Want to, want to get your thoughts on where you stand specifically with Jalen Hurts as a quarterback and with this team as a whole, a team that's gotten a whole lot of love here in the offseason betting markets. Yeah, absolutely. This is a team last year that, you know, won eight games, but, you know, no, none of their wins were really against good football teams. They really beat up on the bad teams. And I think it all stems from the advantage that they have at the line of scrimmage. Uh, you know, if, if you're not going to have an elite quarterback, you really have to win up front, and they do on the offensive line. Uh, and on the defensive line, they continue uh, to sort of add pieces on the defensive line with Jordan Davis this offseason, uh, along with Hassan Reddick, the, the former Temple um, you know, owl that, that's coming over there to rush the passer. So they have that advantage there. Um, the question I think that you have to ask if you're going to be an overbetter on the Eagles this year is, do you think that they are going to lean into Jalen Hurts' strengths? Do they think, you know, run the football more, use him on some of the design stuff that is really valuable, um, but doesn't necessarily help you figure out whether or not Hertz is the long-term answer at quarterback, or, you know, do they stretch him out a little bit and use, you know, Devonte Smith and AJ Brown, uh, Jalen Reger, uh, Dallas Goddard guys who are all, you know, I think Goddard's really underrated uh, coming into this year. Do they try to stretch Hertz out as a passer? Because I think that's a little bit risky, um, but certainly better for them long-term. Um, but could lead to a few more losses than I think people who are bullish on the team are expecting. Eric, it is that time of year where everyone's in the best shape of their life and no one's looked better in camp than they have right now. Who's your favorite looks best in camp right now? <laughs> oh, man. I, I think it's Taquan Barkley in, mm-hmm. in, in New York. Um, that team, you know, they're, they're getting a flat seven in the betting markets. They have the easiest schedule in the NFL. Uh, but uh, of course, you know, there's, and, and they move on from one of the worst coaches we've ever seen in Joe judge, uh, Jason Garrett and so forth as a staff, you're, they're moving on from that to, uh, Dable, who I think, you know, is going to have a chance one of the, you know, better offensive minds in football. So, you know, for me, I, I think it's the giants, you know, as far as, uh, you know, individually and then, or sorry, as collectively. And then I think it's Barkley individually. Yeah, and Eric Eager joining us on uh, primetime action right now. It's, it's interesting how Dallas, it, it's been kind of quiet. There haven't been a whole lot of big storylines coming out of there outside of the fact that they presumably will need some sort of wide receiver help, and it doesn't sound like they are going to be super active in the uh, free agent market here with uh, James Washington on the shelf. I guess the only other big thing is really uh, what do we end up seeing between Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard of, of the actual running back mix there. Uh, but with losing a guy like an Amari Cooper in the wide receiver front, we've seen a lot of their, like the passing props, a lot of their win total stuff. It has come down a little bit here in the offseason um, what what should we make of Dallas here it's been again kind of a quiet camp they're heading into the regular season I think it's a good thing that it's somewhat of a quiet camp this is always a team where I think like the the chances for them to like absolutely melt down are actually fairly high um you know which is why every single year they sort of are the favorite 
in that division, but it sort of closes with an upstart team kind of at plus 150. Last year was Washington was everybody's favorite. Uh, this year, uh, as we talked about earlier, the Eagles are everybody's favorite coming in. Um, so, you know, I can see it, right? If everything comes together for that team, they're a 12-win team. Dak's a great quarterback. Kellen Moore does a really good job, I think, as coordinator. And McCarthy's a better coach than I think people give him credit for. The problem is, is, you know, when you have injuries, and they already have had injuries, uh, and you have a defense that, you know, is more of a ball hawk, take away the ball type of team defensively, if they swing and miss on a few of those interceptions and they become touchdowns, the the cushion gets a lot less soft uh, for them, you know, uh, against against good teams at least. Eric, what do you make of the what do you make of the AFC North right now? I mean, with this kind of you know cloud looming there in Cleveland, you've got a let's call it dicey receiver situation for the Ravens kind of at best is who, you know, who's going to step up and kind of be the the man there and all that. It's, it's an interesting division because you do have the, the Bengals coming back, but I mean, Hey, look, it's a difficult schedule for them. Burrow's still not throwing, although he was, I guess, tossing today and all that. So it's, it's just interesting. I think the only thing we know for sure is that the Steelers are going to be uh, pretty mediocre. Yeah, I think that's the really only one. The nine and seven and one last year, but a, a really negative point differential and, and a team that you really don't want to back. Um, I think with the Browns, they they have the best roster in that division, no doubt. Um, but the quarterback situation, I think you know, six games is probably not going to end up being the the, the end suspension for uh, Watson. So you know, that's obviously you know not great for them. Um, at about two to one, you're, you can get the Ravens and or the Bengals. So you just pick your, your favorite of the two. The Bengals, though, as somebody who lives in Cincinnati and likes to go to games, they have a really rough stretch of games with like the Chiefs coming to town, the Bills coming to town. Uh, you know, I think they go to Tampa Bay. They, the last eight games are a murderer's row. So they'll really have to win a few like starting out, you know, to, to get you know my backing because the second half of the year, they could very well be a better team than they were at the end of the season last year, but the finish with a worse record. Mm-hmm. And look, you think about Baltimore too, in that same division, we, we finally get JK Dobbins off the uh, pup list today. Still not sure about his status there for week one in Baltimore. And then the, the guy they, they really spent a lot on the 25th overall pick in the draft this year, Tyler Lindenbaum suffers a list of Frank sprain. So their projected starting center is a rookie out at least a couple weeks. Doesn't sound like he's in danger yet there, Eric of, of missing opening day for Baltimore, but amidst that amidst the amidst Lamar Jackson, trying to figure out when a deal get done for him um what what do you want to see between now and opening day for Baltimore is there something you want to see out of them if you were looking to be more bullish on a team like the Ravens yeah just health we've seen uh, Humphrey Marlon Humphrey missed a couple days of practice you know their top four uh cap hits this year Lamar Jackson Ronnie Stanley Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters all missed significant portions of last year uh, Humphrey specifically, when he was out, the Ravens finished 0 and 6. So that you know, and a lot of those were close losses. You know, all of them but one by three or fewer points. So it wasn't like a huge deal. They weren't a disaster. But you know, I need to see health from that team. I need to see Stanley come back and be healthy. Obviously, you said Dobbins. You know, the receiving core is going to be tough. But I think Rashad Bateman, uh, James Prochet, uh, and Devin Duvernay are. You know, you can cobble that together if Lamar's healthy. Um, you know, but at the tight end, they got Mark Andrews, his best tight end in the NFL last year to go with Isaiah likely and folks like that. I think that they're going to be okay on offense. Um, you know, what you need though, is an MVP caliber performance from Lamar for it all to make sense. Eric, are we at all worried about this Matthew Stafford situation for the Rams? I mean, plus 125 for them to win the division. I don't necessarily agree with the 49ers at plus 150 to win that division. I almost like say, should we, even though I don't like the the team and the coach and the roster as much with the Cardinals at 4-1, to one, do, should we be looking a little bit harder at them with everything that's going on? Or do you think this is just totally precautionary with Stafford? Yeah, I mean, you have to trust the market, right? That, that game opened, I think, minus one when everybody, you know, was, you know, looked at the start of the season. Now it's plus two in, you know, and, and so that's not necessarily great. If you're a Rams fan, as you said, the division has gotten, their odds have gotten longer there in favor of San Fran, even though there's a lot of reports in San Fran that Trey Lance is struggling. So, yeah, it's certainly a thing. I mean, this is... This is not unprecedented in the career of Matthew Stafford. He missed time his rookie year in 09. He missed time his second year in 2010. He missed almost all of the second half of 2019. It's, you know, and, and so, you know, he's a tough guy, plays through stuff, 
but that doesn't mean that he's going to be able to play through this. We wait the next like five weeks now because yeah, like, we're we're yeah. at a point now. Who knows? Is it going to be ready for week one? I don't, I don't know. We're not ready to like at least for you and I, Matt. I don't think we're ready to like push the panic button yet. But it's a question you got to ask uh, right now. Uh, certainly, you have to say that at this point. Again, Eric Eager joining us here on Primetime Action at PFF underscore Eric. Always a great insights, Eric. Whenever you join us, appreciate the time uh, as always, man. We'll catch up soon. Thanks Three, for having me on, guys. Absolutely. Uh, 3-1, by the way. Uh, that, that Mets game, it's gotten a little dicey, though. Reds are trying to do something with runners on first and second and one out. And then there was a big old home run hit in Baltimore there to make it a, a 5-2 game uh, off of the bat of one. Matt Chapman, who's put together kind of a quiet, really solid yeah, year. Yeah, pretty decent 20, for 22 mm-hmm. officer for Matt Chapman. I'm not yet worried about the Stafford thing, but it, like as the weeks can, if we get into a situation where it's like two weeks out, or a week out, and we haven't really seen anything. I th- I think that's might be when the wheels start turning. And I mean, well, that line would go to what, like five and a half, if if Stafford was. Oh, out. I would I would imagine it's, at least. It, it at least makes me wonder if I should put in a speculative bet on the four to one for the Cardinals again. Like I don't love the division, but yeah. at the same time, I, I don't I don't love the 49ers situation, right? So I think four to one. Is, is at least interesting. Big old layoff for me there. At least that, that's what I'm doing right now. We'll update all the scores, get into our final hour of primetime action right after this. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.